Hey, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of The Vault. I got my man Chris in the house. What's going on? Hey, man. What's what's good, man? Uh, happy to be back after a um, well-needed holiday break. Definitely, man. Definitely. And speaking about breaks, how was your Christmas? Man, it was it was great. You know, the kids opened their gifts and stuff. Uh, they were pretty happy. Um, me and the wife were trying something new where we only give the kids three gifts each, one edu- one educational, one that they wanted, and one for, I forgot what the third category is. But anyway, it's, it's all useful. So it, it all has a reason for being under the tree. So that went really well. That's good, man. That's good. Most parents, they kind of just give their kids whatever they want, which is great, too. But mm-hmm. um, I feel like when I become a parent, I, I want to give my kid the little toys and gadgets they want, but I also want to give them something that benefits them in the long run. Yeah. Like, here's your new Omnicron Transformers toy. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, here's a book, too. That's a, a novelation based off this movie or whatever that you like seeing in theaters, because I remember I used to read novelizations as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like I, I read the novelization for this kid movie called Good Boy or something like that. And basically the novel just summarized. It, it's a novelized version of the movie is basically what it is. So mm-hmm. I read one for that and I read one for Men in Black, too. And that's kind of how I got into reading because it was like, I could, yeah, because it was like I could see the film through the words. You know, that's what mm. got me into reading. So it helped me as a kid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely, man. And that's great. Yeah. Um, my How was yours? Went, my oh, thank you for asking. Um, <laughs> mine's went pretty good, man. My wife and I, our first Christmas as a married couple. Uh, wait, no. Second Christmas as a married couple uh, was pretty successful. You almost um, jacked up there, man. She would have been like, uh, excuse me. <laughs> look, man, this whole uh, 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 two for now, three for pandemic um group year feels like one big blur to me oh like, yeah I, I can't I feel you i really can't differentiate 2021 from 2020 i really can't it feels like one big blur it does you know and the the blur is you know from being at home <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that's where most of the blur is being at home not being as social as you usually are you know, going from a time where you didn't really wear masks as much to putting the mask back on. And yeah, it's, it's crazy. But anyway, um, it went it went really well. We um we each got ourselves uh, something, but we um we got our family some things. Uh, I, I we gave out some digital Amazon cards, Amazon gift cards. We got our nieces and nephews some uh some gifts that they really enjoyed. Uh, got a few things for our uh, grandmothers. Uh, it went pretty well, man. I, I tell you, it was success, dude. I um, I got the Apple AirPod Max. I finally got them. Hey, nice, man. How you liking? Yeah. They're really good, man. Um, they sound very well. Mm-hmm. I, I time will tell if the price point was actually worth it, even though they were on sale around Black Friday time. But the uh, they they sound pretty good. Um, time will tell if they're really worth worth the high price point, though, because um, okay. funny thing at my job, they uh, they had this raffle thing going on and um, I was able to get the XM3s, but the earphone version. Right. 
Mm-hmm. And um, I got those and I sent that to my brother-in-law and that was his Christmas gift. Mm-hmm. So okay. like, I w- yeah, so I, I was able to get that for free because, you know, those those kind of cost a pretty penny, as you and I know. And uh, yeah, I mean, these I mean, you know, these XM3s, the headphones are um, or when when they were out, they were expensive. So I can only imagine what the earbuds are like. But to be honest, I'm kind of glad I have the headphones instead of the earbuds, though. It's just more comfortable i guess i can imagine i can imagine but um it went pretty good for me man um i did it was kind of it was a little lonely being here and not being near my family in michigan but um i got my wife so it, it, it went pretty good well that's good man that's excellent yeah. I'm, well i'm glad your your christmas went really well um you know that's that's how our holiday should be you know they should run smooth they should be full of joy and happiness you know as they as they say definitely so how's the how's the entrepreneur life going for you man oh man it's going good man i um you know i uh had a really good year um i'm looking to have an even better year next year so i'm looking at you know ways to grow ways to get the word out there more you know just keep creating good content but the crazy thing is i'm i'm definitely leaning more into the um company aspect of my business so instead of being considered a videographer like my company needs to be recognized as a video production company so there's a distinction between the two you know and mm-hmm. so that's that's kind of what I'm striving for and so that means that you know my videographer prices might not be um what I what I use in the future because I'll be u- utilizing more of a team structure. I'll have systems. I'll have processes, things that make it so that cu- uh, clients can rely on my company to get their footage to you know take the footage, make sure it's safe, and then edit it and give it back to them as a, as a completed project uh, product. So that's kind of what I'm working on now, just creating that infrastructure. Got you. Got you. That's, the, that's great, man. That's a great thing to hear. Yeah, All man. right. So this episode, we got two things. For me, we got the Matrix Resurrections. And for you, we got... Uh, Behind what? Her Eyes on Netflix. Behind Her Eyes. Okay. All right. So um, you want you want me to go first or you want to go? Um. Yeah, okay. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll go first because I feel like the, the Matrix is the one that people are really trying to, you know, listen to. So I'll, I'll go with mine first um, and we'll leave the Matrix as a cliffhanger. So um, behind her eyes, man. Okay. So whew, if you ever want to know what kind of films I am into, behind her eyes is a great summary of i'd say about 85 to 90 percent of the films that i watch Mm -hmm. has um hold on let me let me pull up this cast because these the the, uh the production i believe it was a it's based off of a book um behind her eyes it's based off of, of a book by sarah pinborough yeah sarah pinborough now she's a a well-known author um, in in England, I believe, somewhere over there in Europe. Um, she's she's well known. 
Um, and this book, or I'm sorry, this show, this limited series, which is like about six episodes, I believe, mm-hmm. was an adaptation of her book by the same title, Behind Her Eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, and this film, you know, it, oh my goodness, it's amazing. I, I was hooked from episode one. So it basically takes, um, you take a, a man and a woman that randomly meet in a bar and then it turns out that they end up working together in the same office. That's the concept behind it. Add on to the fact that the man has a wife. Okay. And um, I'm just going to leave it at that. But the wife is a mystery throughout the entire show. The wife is a mystery. And as, the, as you move along in the show, the mystery starts to unravel itself and it gets wild. Now, I will say... Where's, where's the alarm in it, man? These people hook up in a bar and then they find out that they work together and the guy's married? I mean, mm-hmm. come on. Where, where's, the, where's the Chris element to this that makes this on a Gone Girl level or something like that? So that's the thing. You literally have to watch it because if I, I can't... You got to give me something. I mean, I can spoil it. Well, don't, not spoiling it, but like... You know what's involved is it murder is it intrigue is it kidnapping you know like is it uh supernatural you know we need i would need... say i would i would say it goes along the supernatural aspect okay um, um and then the entire time you know that something is wrong with the man and the woman and the the wife's the husband and the wife's relationship something is wrong okay He's not acting like a husband should act. And he's and, and it seems like he's trying to escape the relationship. That's the allure to it. So that's what we're trying to figure out as we watch the film. Um, yeah. I'll tell you something, man. The guy who created this, Stephen Lightfoot, um, I'm excited because he was a writer on one of my favorite shows, uh, Hannibal. Mm. Maybe I should watch Hannibal then because <laughs> oh, this was well done. You have to watch Hannibal um, because even though Hannibal can get a little gory, not not ultra violent, but gory, um, because, you know, Hannibal's a cannibal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would love that show, man. I know you would appreciate the art, the artistry that goes into uh, directing that show. Yeah. Hannibal should be next on your list. But all right. Uh, so we got something that, you know, goes supernatural, a little psychological. Yeah. So, you, um, so you, go ahead. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and it, it, it sucks that I can't give it away all the way. So, this came out um this year in February. Um, so it's it's been out for a while. I think it I think it was trending at one point, but um, you know, it's been out for a little while now. So you know, it's, it's kind of died down. But uh, it's mm-hmm. if if you're into a a, a mystery. Uh, show that has a little bit of an ominous flair to it that has um, a lot of twists and turns. This is the show for you. Um, very, very interesting. And, and it, it is along the, the shows like Gone or movies like Gone Girl, um, what a like Girl on the Train, uh, those, those kind of shows. It, it gives you that kind of feeling when you watch it. But it's it's a little bit different than those shows as well. 
So. Okay. Um. So out of five, what you give it? I give it a five out of five, man. Five out of five. I give this a five out of five. And the fact that it's only one season because it's based off of the book and there was no uh, sequel. Okay. There's no, there's no sequel. So like the, the, the possibility of a season two, I mean, they could go off, you know, the books you know, or, or not go by the book, you know, just start adding their own creativity and stuff. But if they leave it as one season, this is a masterpiece. Okay. All right, I'll take your word for it. I'll add it to my list. Now, yes, um, I wish I could be as uh, enthusiastic uh, with this next part here, but uh, bear with me, folks. All right, so The Matrix Resurrections. So this time around, we don't have both of the Wachowskis back. We just have, uh, we have Lena Wachowski uh, going solo as the um, director of this film co-writing it with uh, David Mitchell and um, Alexander Heman. So The Matrix Resurrections, uh, it, it picks up sometime after the last Matrix film, not, not counting Animatrix, but, uh, you know, basically I, I rewatched all of the Matrix films where I went to see this. Mm-hmm. So you got Matrix, Reloaded, Revolutions, and then the side, um, I was going to say the side piece, uh, the 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 spinoff film, the Animatrix, which is a very good animated film uh, that delves into the Matrix uh, lore, so to speak. Yeah. So now I you remember I watched that a while ago, years ago. Those yeah, those those uh short films are very good. Mm-hmm. So with Matrix Re- Resurrections, we uh, are reunited with Neo and Trinity. So mm-hmm. Neo is um. He's he's living, he's he's back as a uh, Thomas Anderson. Uh, what's his name? Elliot Anderson. Oh yeah, Thomas Anderson. He's back as mm-hmm. Thomas Anderson. He works at a uh, a gaming company, mm-hmm. and uh, it turns out that uh, he made um, he's responsible for these three very popular video games that are based off um, basically what happened in the first three films. He turned everything that happened in the first three films into video games. So he's he's basically living in the Matrix, but he's not aware of it. He's not self-aware. So so, so, he, so he forgot. Basically, he forgot. Um, I'm not going to give too much away. Like if you if, if anyone out there is worried, trust me, I'm not spoiling anything. So um, he forgot everything that happened and uh it, it, it's to, to him it was just inspiration for you know video game concepts so he's very well known for that and uh his boss propositions him uh saying hey uh they're looking for a matrix four and uh, i know the trilogy is done but um the the higher ups they want they want a new one what do you think and he's a little hesitant about it he's like i don't really want to go back to doing the matrix i kind of want to do something new and you know, he, he's hesitant about it. Cut to, um, there's a woman he always meets, he always sees on his coffee break. He never really walks up and talks to her, but she looks very familiar to him. Uh, mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, it's Trinity. Which again, <laughs> I, I'm not ruining anything. You you find all this out within the first 10 to 15 minutes. And um, her name is Tiffany in in this film. And uh, she's, a, she's a wife, mother of two kids, so, um, you know, he introduces himself saying, hey, I'm, I'm Thomas. Uh, 
you know, I just always see you uh, take coffee here. And it turns out she was kind of inspiration for the Trinity in his video games, but he doesn't know why. So long story short, Neo gets approached by a figure who is made in Morpheus, Morpheus's likeness, who tries to tell him, Neo, you have to wake up. Like you, you, you're in the matrix and you have to wake up and get out of here and, um, you know, um, fight back, basically wake up. We need you to wake up and, um, in so many words, save the world again. Now, before we get to that point, which is about, I want to say 30 or more minutes in, um, this film kind of tests my patience a little bit because it's very, it's very meta, like it's very self-referential to an infuriating point. It almost feels like the movie's kind of making fun of itself in its first half hour, which is fun at first. It's fun seeing Neo go back to being a Thomas Anderson, not knowing what the Matrix is, but feels that something is missing in his life or something isn't quite right. But then when you go to the boardroom meetings where he's talking with the people and they're developing ideas for Matrix 4, they're like, you know, do we really need a fourth one? The, the story's kind of done. And, you know, like, well, well, why do we need a fourth one? Um, you know, everything is a reboot nowadays. Reboots make money, but they kind of suck. And it's like it's like the film is like winking at the audience excessively. Like, <laughs> yeah. you get it? You get it? That could like, be annoying. Right. Especially so, since since that's what everybody's thinking anyway, you know. Especially because that's what most people are thinking or whatever. Um, so from that point on, when he runs into a, a person that is made in Morpheus's likeness um, that tells him he has to wake up, that's when the plot starts to propel forward. But man, does it drag like it. Listen, I'll say this. Um, the visuals in this film are good. You know, the some of the jokes, some of the callbacks to the earlier Matrix films are funny. They're on point. Some of them are very out of place and like unnatural dialogue. Like in, in one breath, Keanu will make a joke that ties back to an earlier film. And he'll be like, oh, I remember that. Then he'll make another joke that ties back to an earlier film and, and it will just feel very contrived. Like <laughs> that dialogue was just put there for that joke that didn't even land. Mm -hmm. Oh man, okay. I, I wanted to like this film so much, dude. I binge watched all the Matrix films where I went to go see this. I wanted to like it so much, but it just it it let me down. Like um, the real action doesn't really start until like the third act. I mean, well, no, there's action, but it's like few and far in between. Like the real great action sequences don't start until like the third act of the film, and by then you're kind of a little like over. <laughs> You're, you're, you're kind of pushed towards your patience, or at least I was. Mm -hmm. um, I got to say, man, I, I, I love Keanu Reeves. I do. But it really felt like he was phoning it, phoning it in in this movie. Like, it felt oh. like he was it felt like he was he felt like he was just there. Like, he didn't really feel like Neo. He felt like he was kind of just there mm -hmm. in contrast to like maybe John Wick, where I believe he is a bad mother. Such your mouth hitman like he he sells john wick to me like when i watched those films he didn't mm -hmm. really sell neo to me it felt like okay i'm just watching keanu just kind of like take up space dang 
I don't mean to be look, man. I don't mean to be rude. I don't know if they. I don't know if the director told him, "Hey, just kind of dude it up a little bit." You know, go back to the Bill and Ted days. And I'm like, he's a little too old to be like Trinity, dude. Like, like, mm-hmm. like. You know, it, it it wasn't it wasn't a mature Keanu. It was just yeah. kind of Keanu just reading lines off a teleprompter. That's kind of like his acting style, though. Not in every movie. Not in every movie, man. I, I I hear the jokes, but not he he's not like that in every movie. In this movie, it was like a little too too blatant. Mm, so 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 it was different than how it usually is. Keanu was an action star. I did not see mm-hmm. an action star in this movie. I saw a guy okay. that was like, "Well, I haven't played this role in like almost twenty years, but you know, maybe I'll just uh, uh, loop back into it and uh, find some inspiration." Dang. And okay, never happened. <laughs> Let me tell you Dang. something, man. There is so much wrong. There, there are good visuals in this film, of course, but there is so much wrong with it, casting wise and story wise. My man from Candyman, um, uh, and, and Watchmen, Yahya mm-hmm. Abdul Mateen two, solid actor, good actor. Mm-hmm. He is not Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. He he is not Morpheus, dude um it didn't fit it was awkward Dang. uh they they could have just they sh- they should have just brought fishburn back I, I don't i don't even know why they didn't I, I i you understand why he looks the way he looks and not the movie semi explains that but i'm like still they could have just brought a de-aging uh fishburn back like they they, they could have just did that if scorsese Dang. can do it for de niro and irishman Wachowski can do it for Fishburne in this movie. It, it did not make sense. Um, Neil Patrick Harris as a Neo's a therapist in the Matrix. He did pretty good. Um, Carrie Ann Moss's Trinity did pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, it says something when like the main, like the, the the only the only person that really does well in the main principal cast is Trinity. Like when Trinity is the only one that's like kind of came back to the series, like, oh, I get to be Trinity again and nail <laughs> and nails it just like she did back in the day that uh something's wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. put I, I don't put the blame on Keanu because I know Keanu can act, but I think his direction in this film was not the direction he was given was not well. Mm-hmm. Um, Priyanka uh chopra jonas but forgive me if i'm saying that wrong she does pretty good in the film um she has a side role that's uh you know is a callback to the earlier films which she she does pretty well jonathan growth as um uh neo's boss in the matrix um and kind of an adversary a little bit he drops the ball and again it was a miscast He's usually a good actor in the things I've seen him in. He was good in Glee. Uh, I heard he's good in Mindhunter, but he was he was so miscasted in this film. It, it's just laughable. Look, man, I want to be fair to this movie, and it wasn't horrible. It wasn't a horrible movie, but for a film I was like anticipating for a long time, and uh, that trade down. It was a letdown, man. When I saw that first trailer, they they played with um, they remixed Jefferson Airplane's "White Rabbit" for that song. I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh man, they coming back with it strong! I can't wait." It says something when the trailer has the best scenes. 
dude. Come on, man. <laughs> that, that always sucks. And that's that's why I'm scared of good trailers. I'm very scared of good trailers. I'm not scared of them. Um, I, I will say this. It's it's a good it's it's a I one time watch. I think everybody should watch it at least once because it, it really has a polarizing response. There are some people that go, eh, I didn't mind the stuff. I didn't mind all the self-referential jokes and winks. I thought it was pretty good. And then there are some people like me who um, I never understood why Star Wars fans like hated The Last Jedi uh, so much or, or um, The Rise of Skywalker after that. But as a Matrix fan, I understand now. Like there's just some things you just you just should not mess with. If it ain't broke, don't try to fix it. Mm -hmm. um, there's a character in here that has a superpower out of nowhere and you're just like, 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 why, what, 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 why, why, why does that, where, where does that superpower come from? Again, I ain't giving anything away. Um, mm -hmm. Two out of five, man. Two out Ooh, of five. For the matrix. Dang. I know, man. I really wanted to give it a 2.5, but I had to be real with myself. When I initially left the theater, I said three. Right. Because I was still in shock. Like, yeah. I was like, you know what? That, you know what? That was all right. That was all right. And I'm yeah. in the car with my wife, and she's like, man, that was bad. I was like, you know what? It wasn't that bad. It was cool. She says, she says, baby, I think you're in shock because you really wanted to see this movie. I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. It was a good movie. So then, as I'm driving home, more and more stuff comes to me like, well, Keanu could have been better. That person wasn't casted well. That person wasn't casted well. That whole sequence yeah. didn't even need to be in the movie. Hey man, uh, if it's a flop, it's a flop, dog. <laughs> man, I had to, I had to be real with myself. Um, and that's hard when you really love something. But yeah. uh, two out of five. Man. It's not a horrible movie, but it it could have been better compared to the first three. It's it's worse than Godfather Part Three, bro. Like, mm. I. I you know, okay. unfortunately, the Matrix has has fallen victim to this new era of reboots and, you know, just rehashing of older IPs, you know. But I, I hear what you're saying. When it's done well, there's no problem with it. When you can expand on the story and do it well, there's no problem. The newest mm -hmm. Candyman. I don't think it's better than the original, but it was a solid sequel. It was a solid sequel. I I felt like okay, that that was a solid story there. Um, oh, we gotta talk about this. Did you see No Way Home? No, I didn't. That's one of those. That's so. It's it's on my list because I was trying to decide between seeing The Matrix or or No Way Home. So No Way Home. No yeah, Way Home. <laughs> I ain't even yeah. going. I ain't going to hold you up, man. No way yeah. home. You watch yeah, the Matrix. It when it, like. Yeah, watch the Matrix when it comes to TNT or something. You know, you don't <laughs> wait till it's out on you TV. Ain't, you ain't. You ain't. You ain't gotta wait for. It. You can wait for it to come on HBO Max or something, but you ain't gotta. Oh, it's already on there. It is on. So, so I might just watch it on HBO Max. That way, I don't have to yeah. spend any money. So Definitely. I might just do that. Here's the thing, man. I took my behind to the movies to see this. Yeah. Like, I trekked my behind to AMC to watch this. That's how geeked I was. You know what's crazy, man? Because, I, you know, everybody was so hyped about Hold it. Up. Then once, 
I even bought concessions for me and my wife. And you know how mm. expensive concessions are. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. went all in for this. Yeah. Um, I knew something was wrong when everybody was so hyped about it. And then when it came out, I didn't hear nothing. I heard crickets. We ain't, ain't hear nothing. 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 I heard one. I heard one spare review from one of those reviews that that you know aren't the big big reviewers mm -hmm. like a user or something like mm -hmm. oh it's a great sci-fi romance i'm like yeah. okay what's everybody else saying no more highlights that's the <laughs> only thing i saw on an ad man i was like that's that's not good yeah that's not good at all oh man oh man yeah well yeah, man. uh that well that that sucks that really sucks that it flopped like that because you know the matrix is a a great series that we all grew up with and mm -hmm. for it to flop that kind of hurts but hey man i hope they don't make any more <laughs> i just hope they don't make any more at this point i don't like for me it's like don't don't keep trying the only reason is because if they keep trying again and again then it becomes like a a, a dc franchise where they keep trying to get it right and it's like just let it rest I'm not gonna say I don't want to see no more. If I, the oh, only no, way, Anthony. the only way I'll be good with another one is if they redeem whatever the hell this was. Like if they do a movie where where this didn't happen, and you just restart it, and it just it, it's just we don't need to do the whole meta self self referential thing. We just hop right in. I'm okay with that because uh, we need a redo, man. I need a I need Snyder to hop in and give a Snyder cut of this. I don't I don't know what needs to happen. Something I don't I think Wachowski needs her sibling back. Uh, I was gonna so, say that that that, that could have been a huge problem. Like they, they yeah. might work 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 better together as a unit than apart. So that could have been an issue as well. I'll tell you something, man. COVID nineteen happened, and uh, Lena Wachowski was thinking about shelving the film and not even finishing it. I think she should have shelved it, man. I think this mm. should have been shelved. This should have been left on the cutting room floor because this was, and this 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 was doodle compared to the first three <laughs> Matrix films. This was trash. Dang. I don't I don't mean to be that guy that just goes off and you know because I'm. I mean, shoot, sure, it's coming out now. <laughs> yeah, it's too late, huh? But yeah. look, man, this was trash, man. Um, it wasn't horrible trash. It was I trash, but it was it was trash. I mean, that's still trash, dog. You know. Yeah, it's a good. It's, I'd say give it a watch. Give it a watch, and you tell me what you think. Cause you, this ain't Wonder Woman eighty four. All right, it's a bit. It's a bit better than that. But you tell me what you think. All right. Well, I watched it on HBO Max sometime this week, and I'll let you know. All right. Um, and then and then we we can do an episode on it. Let me just give a quick review of No Way Home, though, which you need to see this film, man. Um, so No Way Home, it kind of like I, I, I'd say the end is the trilogy of the young Peter Parker um, coming of age. Uh, Tom Holland's uh, third film, not his final film, but his third film. And we know what the synopsis is. Um, pretty much everyone knows he's Peter Parker now. Mm -hmm. uh, his life is kind of thrown in shambles. His, uh, you know, his his family's being threatened. His friends, they're not able to get into Yale. Everything bad is happening, and he just wants to undo it. So he heads over to Doctor Strange, says to him, 
hey man, my life is a is a wreck, dude. Can you make it where everyone forgets that I'm everyone except for a few people forget that I'm Spider Man? Um, long story short, Peter kept messing up the spell while he's doing it. Like, oh, well, this person has to know. Oh, they need to know too. Uh, th- this person too. It comes to the point where Doctor Strange just kind of rips everything apart and says, "You know what, kid? Never mind. Like, you, you, we don't need to do this. Like, just get lost." So, you know, Peter Parker kind of like walks off and tries to convince a representative at Yale to like take his friends in, uh, not vilify them because they know him. Um, while this is happening, Doc Ock shows up and Green Goblin shows up. I'm not going to ruin anything, folks, but long story short, uh, Peter Parker and Doctor Strange, they both have to come up with a way on how to all the monsters that have come into Peter Parker's world. They need to discover how to grab them all up and send them back to their own world. Mm-hmm. So that's the plot in a nutshell. Let me tell you something, man. When I tell you this film was straight fire from beginning to end, beginning to end, it was straight fire. I'm surprised you haven't seen this yet. Nah, bruh, bruh. It was it was it was the holidays, and I got I got two kids and a pregnant wife. <laughs> I wasn't about to have time to go watch it. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I, I I understand, I understand. Um, let me tell you something, man. When you want to talk about championships game, championship games, it's like William Defoe had been waiting for the phone call to come back as Green Goblin because he killed it in this movie. Mm. He was the Joker to Peter Parker's uh, Batman dog. Mm. Like he he really brought it in this movie, and it was amazing. But well, that's good to hear. So I, I I will definitely definitely be seeing Spider Man instead of the Matrix at the movies, and then I'll stay home and watch the Matrix. <laughs> How were you able to avoid spoilers? Um, whenever I see anything about Spider Man, I just swipe away. Now, now I will say I have seen pictures, which kind of spoils some of the events in the movie, but it was stuff that we were kind of expecting anyway. So I can't even really say that it's exactly spoiling it. So, but nowadays what I do is I I just, whenever I see anything about Spider-Man, I stay away from it. Okay. Fair enough. Fair practice, fair practice. Uh, But go see it. You, you will love it. Um, Great movie, man. I don't know if it's the best Spider-Man of all time. That takes that 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 will be decided in time, but it's definitely top five. Okay. How many are there? Uh, it was more than five. You mean in, in in total? You mean you know with with all of them? Or? In total, yeah. But it's more. Oh, than five. that's a lot. Oh, it's with more. It's yeah. It's more like ten at this point. Maybe eleven. No, eight. It's eight. Only eight. Spider-Man one through three. Then you got right. the Amazing Spider-Man one and two, and then you got oh, Tom Holland's three. Yeah, and then you got Tom oh, Holland's okay. three. Well, I miscounted. My yeah, bad. so it's like I yeah, thought it's I, like I, eight. I thought Andrew Garfield had three, but anyway, right. yeah, I think he did only have two. No, my friend actually told me a story about that. They were supposed to make a three. Um, I think Sony took took him over to an event in so in Japan for the mm-hmm. for the Japan Japan Sony division. Uh, Andrew Garfield got sick. He was supposed to go oh. out and he, he was supposed to go out and announce, hey, we're making a three, but he got sick and he didn't go out on stage. Um, you know, he, he was under the weather. And so because of that, Japan, I think they got offended. And so 
Amazing Spider-Man 3 got canceled because of that. Wow. Isn't that wild? That is crazy. Like, to have that on your shoulders, like, yeah. a whole movie got canceled because you... I mean, it depends on how sick he got. If, if he got sick to where he really couldn't, you know, be in the moment and really talk and really have energy, I mean, I, I get it. But if he just had a simple cold and he was like, no, nah, I can't make it, and then... <laughs> I guess they got offended. Like, dang, that sucks. Yeah, I, I don't think it was a cold. I think if you sick and you can't announce your new movie, you sick. Like, yeah, you, you, yeah. come on. Because that's a paycheck, you know, ultimately. So it is a yeah, paycheck. A huge one. <laughs> Definitely. All right, y'all. Well, um, that wraps up uh, this new episode of The Vault. Uh, please like, share, and subscribe. Uh, and happy, happy belated Christmas, merry belated Christmas. And uh, yes. if we don't see y'all, happy new year. Happy new year, y'all. All right. Peace.